Welcome to Halakha of the Harvest with Pardes faculty member, Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper, a Pardes North America podcast series that explores the peculiarities of fruits and vegetables in Jewish law. From eggplants to capers, forbidden fruits and passion fruits, Levy sinks his teeth into the delicious stories and legal perspectives of rabbinic tradition. And now, here is the Magid of Melbourne, Levy Cooper. Bateavon. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Tsur Hadassah. Someone in my community came over to me and with a smirk on his face said, Rabbi, what's the blessing over mana? Now, that person was trying to stump me. But the truth is, it's not the first time that that question has been asked. Already in the Middle Ages, Sefer HaChassidim, written by the German pietists, note without any explanation that on mana, the blessing recited would be Baruch Hashem Hanoten Lechem Min Hashamayim, who gives, God who gives bread from the heavens. And a couple of hundred years later, in Italy, Rabbi Menachem Azaria Difano also related to this question. The Ramah Mifano was describing the meal at the end of days. And he described who the waiters would be and what would be served at each course. And then the Ramah Mifano says that in what would be instead of bread at that meal, it would be the biblical manna. And the Ramah Mifano adds that on that we would recite not Hanoten Lechem in Hashamayim, but Hamotzi Lechem in Hashamayim. God who brings forth bread from the heavens, which, of course, is mimicking the blessing we recite over bread, Hamotzi Lechem Min Haaretz. Now, these two scholars mentioned the blessing over manna. They didn't relate to each other. They, the Ramami Fano, it seems, wasn't aware of the earlier source. And the truth is, Others didn't relate to these offhand comments either. That is, until the 19th century. And in the 19th century, Rav Tzvi Elimelech Midinov, who passed away in the year 1841, in his work, B'nai Yisoschar, he cites the Ramami Fano, and he must have cited him from a manuscript, because the words of the Ramah Mifano hadn't, wasn't, weren't printed until eight years after Rav Tzvi Elimelech passed away. And Rav Tzvi Elimelech Midinov, after he cites the Ramah Mifano's suggestion that the blessing of Amana would be Hamotzi Lechem Min Hashamayim, he then says that one of his colleagues suggested that on Mana, no blessing was required at all. Now, the truth is, my friends, we have no precedent 
for a food that is ingested without a blessing at all. So how can we say that on manna there would be no blessing? And Rav Tzviyari Melech Midinov continues, in Kabbalistic terms, the blessing that we recite is designed to bring out the good from the dross, from the bad aspects, the physical aspects of the foodstuff. Since manna was entirely good, it came from the heavens, it was a godsend. Therefore, perhaps it requires no blessing. Rav Tzveli Melech Midinov was excited about that suggestion and he continues playfully perhaps saying that if it was eaten manna during the weekday, it wouldn't need a blessing, but maybe on Shabbat we would recite a blessing, not the blessing that we recite over foodstuffs, but the blessing we recite over mitzvot. We would say, because eating a meal on Shabbat is a mitzvah. That is an entirely different vector that we're not discussing at this time. The first person to respond to Rav Tzvi Elimelech Midinov's discussion, not to recite a blessing over manna, was the sage called Rav Yecheskel Kachli, who lived in the 17th century in his work entitled Torah Lishma. Now I know what you're thinking. How is it possible that a scholar from the 17th century could respond to Rav Tzvi Melech Midinov who was writing in the 19th century? And the answer is, my friends, that Rav Yecheskel Kachli is nothing more than a parable. Because Rav Yecheskel Kachli and the entire work entitled Torah Lishma was written by none other than the Ben Ishchai, the great Baghdadi sage Rav Yosef Chaim. And the Ben Ishchai, who was well versed in Kabbalah, he was the one who wrote this work without identifying his own authorship. He wrote the work Torah Lishma. It's a bit of a mystery why he did that. Let's leave the mystery aside for this moment and discuss what actually the Ben Ishchai says in the name of the so-called Yecheskel Kachli. Says the Ben Ishchai, it's true that according to Kabbalah, the purpose of the blessing is to bring out the good from the bad. But that's not the only reason we recite blessings. We also recite blessings in order to thank the Almighty for the food and sustenance that we have. Therefore, perhaps according to Kabbalistic reasons, manna doesn't require a blessing. Yet, just to thank God, we must still recite a blessing. The Ben Ishchai says, so what will we recite? And the Ben Ishchai says, well, the Ramah Mifano, he said that we should say, Hamotzi lechem minashamayim. And the Ben Ishchai continues and offers a different suggestion. Not Hamotzi lechem minashamayim, 
but Hamamtir Lechemin Hashamayim, who rains down, God who rains down bread from heaven. And the Benishchai signs off the responsum that he credits to Rabbi Yecheskel Kachli with the words, Uvaruch Hayodea, blessed is the one who knows, referring perhaps to the Almighty, who knows exactly what the blessing should be. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beit Midrash! Thank you again for downloading this special podcast, Halakha of the Harvest, a production of Pardes North America. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Spotify for all the episodes of A Shot of Torah with Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Thanks for listening.